Kaya Biz with Kukule Tumfopi from 6 to 7 p.m. on Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. Alan Gray, helping you secure your future. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. Well, 2020 has been a difficult year for, you know, all South African households. Uh, COVID-19 has meant that many of us have lost some or all of our income, uh, placing additional strain on a country with high levels of debt and unemployment and a poor culture of saving. As uh, Black Friday approaches, uh, kicking off the annual festive season, spending splurge um, might entice you to spend a little bit more than uh, you have, or perhaps you've been thinking about how do you relook at 2021, uh, considering some of the lessons that may have been learned as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic? But to talk to us about uh, some of the ideas that you can implement in order for you to have, uh, you know, better a better relationship with your money, we're joined by Tamron Lam, who is the head of retail distribution at Allen Gray. Tamron, thank you so much for your time this evening. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, I mean, 2020, I'm sure, you know, most of the KFM listeners can attest that it has been really tough. I mean, what are some of the biggest lessons that, you know, one can take away from this year? I mean, I know most people are probably counting down and hoping that it comes to an end. I mean, it's just <laughs> November 17th, but still. I know, I think we're all counting down and hoping that we can turn our backs on 2020. And I think tough feels like the understatement of the century. Uh, so I guess what, what are the biggest financial lessons uh, is, is what I guess you're asking me. I think I've learned lots of lessons about myself and the family, and, and but I'll focus just on the financial lessons. And maybe there's three, actually, that I would I would share. Yeah. Uh, the first is that it, it has really reinforced to me how important it is to have a financial plan. And, you know, I know that sounds a little bit crazy because this, is, this has been the year where all the best laid plans just kind of went out the window. But I think it's I think it's really reminded us this year that you know, recurring disruptions to lives and our live and livelihoods uh, is actually an unfortunate part of life and history. Uh, but if you kind of know where you want to go and where you need to be financially, and, and if you've got an idea of you know, where you are today and how you need to get to your future end goal, when you do encounter those inevitable bumps in the road, you're able to act so much more rationally because you've got the tools and the levers sort of within your in your plan to say, okay, well, I need to stop this and I must start that and I need to cut back on that. And it just helps you kind of regain control in these environments where we feel a little bit out of control. Uh, and then I think the second would be, it's a little bit of philosophy I have in life generally, which is, you know, I hope for the best, but I try and prepare for the worst. And goodness, this year has, has made you realize you need to actually prepare for those really tough times. And the one key tool in that is to, is to have an emergency fund. And there are lots of, there's lots of different financial literature out there that tells you how much you should have. But at least, you know, three to six months of your, uh, of your monthly expenses is, is a really good buffer. And that just helps you with that liquidity and, and to get you through those tough times. And you don't have to make those knee-jerk decisions like you know, moving out of your home or, or, or kind of selling assets. Uh, and then the third is, it is a financial advice lesson, but it's maybe it's a personal one too. And, and perhaps this year we've realized how lonely the kind of journey can be uh, and how sort of social isolation is a real thing. And, uh, and that's got a very important parallel to when we think about our own financial uh, sort of uh, stability and our own financial success. Uh, is that you actually need someone to help you. 
uh, and you need advice, uh, and if that's a friend or a family member, mm. uh, then, then that's great. And, and if you don't have someone in your immediate circle to bounce ideas off and, and help you kind of anchor on those longer-term goals, then, then you know, we would strongly recommend an independent financial advisor. I'm curious about the lessons um, you've learned because the, and the reason I ask that is because I think COVID-19 and you know the entire lockdown period where we were, we were isolated from our loved ones I think most people we got to understand that we're all human we're all in this together and we kind of have to hang on to each other and you don't really want to create that impression that you know even though we have all these amazing people who come on the show and who share their advice at the end of the day, we're all human and we all go through the same, you know, challenges and the same issues. I'm curious about your, uh, you know, lessons that you've learned and perhaps some people might take away from some of that and it might resonate with them. Yeah, and to be honest, those three lessons I just gave you yeah. about what are mainly financial lessons, they were definite uh, lessons that I applied to my own life, yeah. I, you know, and it really reinforced the, the importance of it. Uh, you know, I think I also realized how, how little you really need and, and how important personal connection mm. uh, is to me. And I, you know, as I say that, it sounds a little bit trite because I'm pretty sure that everybody on this call is going to feel exactly the same, uh, it's going to feel exactly the same way. Uh, but it, it did make you think very hard about what was important to you and what you kind of needed to do to, to make sure that you could get there. We often talk about, uh, you know, unsecured loans and credit cards, especially over the festive season and the new year. The long term costs of, uh, you know, tapping into those sources. I mean, even when you take into consideration uh, COVID-19, where your financial, uh, you know, resources may have been disrupted a little bit. I mean, is there a way to be able to come back and and fix that um, if you had to tap into unsecured loans out of, you know, not having a choice? Look, there's always a way to uh, sort of take control of your finances and you, and you just have to figure out what the day-to-day steps and actions that you need to take. So what do I need to do today to get uh, into a situation where I can pay off that unsecured loan that I need to take out in X number of months or, or years? And, and it typically involves some really hard decisions around kind of curtailing your spending or, you know, forfeiting, uh, you know, forfeiting something that you would have uh, liked to have spent your money on. Uh, but I think when, when people are thinking now about going into the festive season, you know, we, we've also had such a tough year that we're probably thinking to ourselves, like, you know, as you mentioned a little bit earlier, we're sort of counting down until the end of the year. Uh, and, we, and we all, frankly, need a little bit of a break and, and a treat. But just before you are about to think about that credit card extension or that unsecured loan for, for the festive season, sort of season spending, sort of reflect back on some of the lessons that we've learned this year and just try and remember the difference between good debt and bad debt. And all kinds of debt borrow from your future self, uh, but some of that borrowing from future self can be into an investment that actually gives you tangible benefits uh, and some of it doesn't. And, and unfortunately, bad debt is, is the debt that we spend on consumption, uh, you know, that, that item that we didn't really need and could have waited to, um, to actually procure. And just remember, a lot of this unsecured debt, when it's for consumption and not for something that was like absolutely necessary, uh, you know, the high interest rates, you end up paying often multiples uh, mm-hmm. of what the actual purchase price uh, of that investment was or, you know, that particular good or item. If one is lucky enough to have received a bonus or a 13th check at this time of the year, I mean, what are some of the things you could consider, uh, you know, doing with it? 
Yeah, so, I mean, as I've said, I, I, you're probably going to guess my answer. Try and think long-term again. So pay off that debt, you know, invest towards your long-term retirement, uh, and then consider, okay, what's left over? Uh, and, and what can I do with what's left over? Let me put a budget together. Maybe there are a couple of items I need and, uh, and really kind of apply that mantra that I think Warren Buffett used to say, which is spend what is left over after you've saved and invested. Uh, well, I just added in the invested. I think he just said saved. Uh, instead of saving what is left over after mm. you've spent. Um, so, yeah, just first think about, you know, have you got that plan in place? don't have that plan can you get some help to get that plan in place uh, and then structure um you know sort of the, almost like your priority of needs and goals and, and then apply that uh with any kind of sort of excess bonus or 13 to check or anything that you get I mean, even though we're hearing these announcements, uh, you know, uh, from you know companies such as Moderna or Pfizer with regards to their vaccines, the pandemic is still not, you know, quite behind us. I mean, how do you then approach a more long-term financial view um, despite the uncertainty that still lies ahead, at least for another year or yeah. so? No, it's, I mean, there's definitely a lot of uncertainty still out there, and and actually, I the, the the pandemic, you know, maybe in late stages, but the reality is the economic effects of, of the, the lockdown measures to curtail the pandemic, you know, have not yet been fully felt. So there, there is definitely uncertainty. But I think, uh, you know, it's probably also true that there's always uncertainty. I mean, we, we don't know what the future will hold, even when the current scenario looks really rosy. I mean, who was predicting COVID uh, on the 1st of January? Uh, we, 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 you know, in hindsight, perhaps we should have done if we'd been, uh, I guess, watching the Chinese news. But uh, we, 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 we can't predict what will happen. Uh, so I guess your question was then how do we think long term when we're so focused on this uncertain present and uncertain possible kind of next few years. Uh, so actually, you just, first of all, you should say, you know, I actually can't predict what that outcome will be. Um, and and no one can really, and certainly not with any degree of certainty. So rather just focus on what you can control, not what you can't control. So figure out your plan, and I know I keep repeating that, but it really does help anchor your goals yeah. and your day-to-day decisions. And then actually say to yourself, okay, well, if I, I need to put together a savings portfolio or an investment portfolio, and let me think about putting that together in such a way that it will weather the storms and it'll actually do well in a, in a range of possible future outcomes, irrespective of, of whether or not those future outcomes are uncertain or not. Mm. I know Ellen Gray is currently hosting a free personal uh, investing 101 webinar series and the next session is next week Thursday November 26th and it's titled Your Role uh, in Your Investment Success. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, so we've it's a six-part series, and this is actually the fourth uh, sort of ed- edition in the webinar series. And this particular topic is very interesting because it's a little, it's quite related to what we've been talking about. Because uh, we basically say, look, it's uh, your investment manager is a key part of you achieving your goals, but another really key part of the decisions and actions that you can take and that you can control. Uh, so we we want to talk about kind of the role of investment managers, the role of the decisions and actions that investors can take, and really what is your role in your investment success, as you said. Uh, and if, if anyone listening is kind of interested in signing up for this webinar and, and perhaps the 
uh, the following two webinars, then uh, the best is just to send an email to the following email address, which is circleoffriends, one word, at alangray.co.za. Uh, uh, we'd love to have you on them. Tamron, and uh, absolutely amazing talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for your time. That is Tamron Lamb, who is the head of retail distribution at Alan Gray. Helping you secure your future was brought to you by Alan Gray. Alan Gray is an authorized financial services provider. It's just come to the end of the show. I've had so much fun uh, being with you guys, and I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, thank you so much to all of our guests and for tuning in. And if there's any part of the show that you have missed, you can always go to kfm.co.za. That's it for me. I'll be back uh, tomorrow standing in for Google Tum Fupi once again. Good night.